Hi, everyone. If you want to get lit with us. <laughs> and then there's going to be one time where you're not going to make a sound, and I'm just going to, like, you're, keep you're gonna be very Yeah, you're going to be very confused, like something's wrong with me, and you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop the entire well, time. Well, I think yeah. there's something wrong with you all the time. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> the next book that we're going to be reading is What Is Not Yours Is Not Yours by Helen O. Oyemi. Oyemi. There you go. Thank you. Uh, so put that in your eyes or ears if you want to do it. As always, support your local libraries and bookstores. Yeah, if you want to help us out, then the nicest thing you can do, the greatest thing you can do, is tell someone else about it. Uh, simple as that. The greatest it's thing. The greatest thing. The most magnificent thing you can do. Uh, yeah, sincerely, tell someone else about it. Someone likes books, someone likes listening to this kind of shit, let them know. Uh, if you want to do the technical stuff, like, subscribe, review, all that. If you want to get in touch with us, make some recommendations, or just you know talk about some shit we did, uh, littlelitpod at gmail.com. Uh, on Twitter at pod underscore lit, and I'm also on Twitter at uh, a w k l e m a. So yeah, by all means, get up with us, guys. Yeah, get up, get up with us. Oh God. Get down, get down no, with the bookness. Just none of it. Oh God. Fuck! I already messed it up. Wow, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also I'm drunk. We didn't, we didn't think of anything to talk about. I I know we didn't, but um, on 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 the weird voice sound that I made, I just made. Um, what's always th- I always thought it would be like the the perfect amount of like successful, and also probably like pretty decently well off without being like crazy mobbed by people everywhere you go. Your your chopped plan? No, that's a great plan, <laughs> but no. Um, all for me it was always like um. A non-lead singer in any like genre band. So like, um, if, okay. if if you're if you're if you're like the the even a lead guitarist for like a pop punk band or something like that, like mm-hmm. some people are gonna notice you sometimes, but like you know for the most part, like you're gonna be 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 just fine like being out in public, but you're still gonna be you know good at your craft, uh, you know famous in certain situations like for shows and things like that yeah. but you wouldn't get like mobbed down the street um no because you look like every other white man <laughs> yes with tattoos or like longer hair or whatever yeah. yeah um the my new i think version of this is that the most ideal successful famous in kind of air quotes thing and like and, and i don't know if rich is the right word but at least like well off enough at least is any member of slipknot because <laughs> you're always wearing the mask. So, like, outside of that context, someone has to know who, so specifically like who you are. Fan. Yes, exactly. So, like, you're not going to walk into anywhere. Someone might, you might walk into somewhere and someone will be like, wow, I bet that dude's in a metal band or something. But, like, you know, you wouldn't, they won't be like, that's the fifth drummer from Slipknot or something like that. You know what I mean? I think that I would like, ooh. To not be noticed, I think I just want to be a voice actor. You don't think people would notice your voice? No, because like you're changing it. Like I wouldn't just have this voice. Like, well, yes, I, I understand, but I think there's some like core of voice that like that that you end up using, right? You think that that would be more recognizable than a lead singer from like a pop punk band? Oh, oh, I didn't say more recognizable. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. As it not being like super like 
because the thing is like I would want to be like if I was going to be a successful person at some kind of like entertainment type gig like that then I would not want to be the kind of popular where like I couldn't be in public you know what I mean I think that would be miserable I think that would be absolutely miserable I'm not talking about like Michael Jackson level like crowds I'm just talking about like you know you go in somewhere anywhere and people are like oh yeah that dude like you know who you you know know what I I changed my answer okay mine would be podcaster and this is lit lit slip up rips and you suck you can't say that about your own podcast Andy. i said you suck i said you suck i didn't say me well, i'm half of the podcast half is still half you couldn't do this without me this is a podcast where we read books over talk about drunk my name is andrew cleaver <laughs> see you couldn't even do it you, you had to say my name you would no. have to play both parts Oh, oh, Can you do my voice? Don't make you. Oh no, God no! I can't do voices. Can for you try? Shit. You did Batman. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did, I did a characterization of Christian Bale's car- uh, characterization, caricature. Sorry, uh, of uh, Christian Bale's caricature of a Batman. All right, voice. Andy, shut up. This is Lit Lit. This is a podcast where we read books sober and we talk about them drunk. My name is Danny Burford. Andrew <laughs> uh, And this week we read The Long Ships by. Hans G. Bankston. Yeah, you got it. Bankston. Yeah, you, you I don't know it. why that like was such so hard for me. I think that's what she said. Mm. <laughs> 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 Easy, Gideon. Uh, I think that it's more of those like, I think it's like one of those like when you see it the first time, you're just trying to figure out how like the G and then, and the T bl- and the S all blend into each other, and then once you read it a couple times, you're like, oh, okay, no, I can I can understand how this flows. Bankston. First, I don't know. I know, like, I don't know why that was throwing me so hard though no, when uh, we were no, doing the stinger. That's what I'm saying though. I just think that like we don't see those th- those like letters in a row usually in like in the English language. So it, there's just so many S's that don't <laughs> make sense. Well, well, I, once I once I realized that la- those last names are Banks, son. Because they had they had because they had a um uh, Her- uh one one of Orm's children at the end towards the end of the book was like uh, Harold yeah. Orm or- or- Ormson, yes. so so basically it's your father's name uh, the possessive S and then son. I'm not gonna lie to you, Andy. Thank God I wrote this incorrectly on my piece of paper because I wrote it as B E N G S S T O N and not B E N T S S O N. Well, that would have caused some problems as far as that goes. Banked. 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 Son. Son. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, no, it's not the same thing. I just said it the same way. (laughs) I said it correctly. You still still got it right. You're doing good. Anyway, we read it. (laughs) Fucking long book. It was a long book. Another one about religion. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's quite as heavy religion as some of the other ones, but religion is definitely a theme that runs through through it. No, I would say it's pretty heavy religion, at least towards like the last. I would say at least towards like the middle third is pretty heavy religion. I think we're gonna disagree on this a little bit. That could be interesting. So, uh, like, let's let's set the scene a little bit, but we'll we'll, we'll definitely set dis- the scene, Andy. <laughs> this is a novel from the 1940s, I believe, um, 1900s for sure. Um, and it's basically a, a novel written in the style of Norse sagas. So it follows mm-hmm. a character named Orm and his uh, 
Ragtag crew. <laughs> yeah, quite literally at times. Yeah. Um, his travels from uh, 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 Denmark is, I believe, where he's from originally. Um, mm-hmm. And then he, you know, he, he goes as far south as uh, Al- Andalusia, the uh, um, you know, a Moor or Muslim-controlled uh, Iberian Peninsula. They go up to Ireland. They go back to their home country, an area with like Sweden and Norway. They go back over to England back home to like home home as opposed to just like his home rough territories yeah. and then there's another like last little voyage that we'll that we'll, that we'll talk about uh, as well um we don't want to do this one chronologically it's just going to be too much to be honest yeah. like it's this book is a little in my edition at least is a little over um 500 pages and it's the um shit is this the live uh, the book review yeah new york uh, book uh, uh, review books uh, edition. i was at 497 Okay. But I was reading it on a Kindle. Gotcha. Mine's, mine's 503, so not too terribly yeah. far off. But it's it's a kind of um, a relatively small type as well that that, that leads to a pretty long uh, read. This and, book is and, heavy as fuck. Yes, and it's yes, absolutely, and it's also not. Um, uh, the style is not such that it's super easy to like move through either. In my opinion, at least, either skimming or just like reading at a speed. It's not like mm-hmm. it's um. It's not like it's just plot. You're not flying through it. Uh, it's not like it's not always deep, deep meditations. But it mm-hmm. is indeed um, like you have you, you have to want to read this book. I think to appreciate it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, so, so, so it is a little. Uh, so it is. It's a bit of a uh, chore is the wrong word, but it is an undertaking to get to get through. I would say. Did you like it? I fucking loved it. I want to be clear. Like I really enjoyed this book. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. Are you? Are you a little more lukewarm on it? What do you think I'm gonna say? Um, I think that you're gonna like it, but maybe not love it. Was was my thought. There is one very big thing in this book that doesn't. It that is not, um, in the forefront that would make me not like that would make this book not be one of my tops. Okay, interesting. And it's dialogue. Oh yeah, that's not a lot of dialogue for you. <laughs> There's like no fucking dialogue. Yeah, that, that's and very like true. you were saying, is that it's not skimmable because the dialogue is all paraphrased within the mm-hmm, paragraphs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so you end up if you read like an asshole like me, <laughs> you end up just being like, okay, like what, like what, like can we just have a conversation? Yeah, and I understand this. And I understand that the way that it's being written and the point of view that it's being written in and how it's like a looking back at a tale and like mm-hmm. a retelling and kind of like I picture this story being told by like a guy like in like in like ancient times, like in a fucking bar with mm-hmm. like, I don't know, a, a loon or something. And like. That's like it's 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 an extravagant type of tale that's yeah. like, you know, telling you what to do, what not to do, forebearings about luck, and all of this kind of stuff. And it's it's a grand epic for sure. Very Homeric as far as that goes. Yeah, yeah. I I just wish that there was a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more, like direct dialogue. I think that's totally fair. And even though I really, really like this, I wish that I had been taking it slower, or at least I had been able to take it slower. Uh, because 
it being 500 pages and me needing to read it in a week, basically, I was, I was, yeah. I, I basically put down a, about a hundred pages a day, uh, you know, give or take based on where I stopped, etc. So like if I had been able to do say 50 a day and just kind of like really space it out and like kind of luxuriate it and not worry about getting through it so much for the sake of, because of having a deadline, mm-hmm. I think that would have been a, a more enjoyable reading experience. But I still really, really liked it, and and, and, I, I, and I was I was I wasn't positive if I was gonna be like really on board early on. Like I, I was enjoying it, but I wasn't like I wasn't sure. And it wasn't like the story became like crazy more intricate or anything like that as it went on. I think I just I, I think I just found my groove and really settled into this book as I got as I got more used to it. Yeah, I agree, and I and I don't want it to come across like I didn't like it. I thought the story was fucking epic. Um, yeah. And there were definitely portions of it that I super enjoyed uh-huh. being a part of as a reader. Um, I think it read to me more as like a historical narrative, uh-huh. which I mean tracks. But it, I think it was because everything was in past tense that it it made it a little bit more difficult for me to get into uh-huh. because it felt like everything was predetermined and ever like there was it. I don't know why. I don't know what about it. It was for me, but like mm-hmm. to me reading something in past tense, I'm like, Oh, like even like, there's not going to be that many surprise. Like, I don't know what it was. I, I, I do understand what you're saying though. Um, like despite you being the biggest hater of all time, I do get that. <laughs> what, 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 where you're coming from here. Um, but like, I just felt like there weren't going to be, I think when we're reading a book that's happening as you're going through it, you can place yourself a little bit more into it. No, I I understand. I agree. And it's really hard as a reader to place yourself in. Like, I really love assuming one of the characters as myself or Mm -hmm. being able to identify with one of the characters very heavily and reading it as it's happening. It makes that a little bit easier as opposed to this where like, okay, this is going to be this. I know it's a story of Orm. So like he's like at 300 pages, he's not going to die. Like I'm not worried about him dying right now necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as I figured out that this was going to be an epic about him. Yeah. And he, and he's the hero and not just like the lens. Yeah. Yeah. And I think normally or if I'm a reading lens, a book that's happening in present tense, I also know that, that it's, they're not going to die, but it doesn't necessarily, I don't know what it was. I think <laughs> I, I'm just being a bit pretentious. I don't think it's pretentious so much as it is just like trying to figure out why why you're feeling this particular way because like I mean there are plenty of books that are told in a past tense type style where like you 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 know what has happened has already happened type thing. Uh but I yeah, think like the Bible just same same. Yeah, exactly. Is that like the Bible written in past tense? Uh you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I know, I'm just I mean I'm not to be fair, I'm asking the Lord. Let's get I Jason. Don't... Let's just get Jason back on real quick. Can we phone a friend? Make sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I, but I, I do. I, I get it because like this is very much. Um, um, this has the feel of something that has already been finished, even mm-hmm. while you're reading it. If that makes sense. Yes. Um, like it. It almost reminds me of like the whole like. Um, uh, Troll Famidorians, like uh, Slaughterhouse Five type thing, where they can, you know, they, they, time time yeah. is not linear to them. They can see, you know, the begin what we would consider the beginning, the end, the middle, everything like that already. Um, and it has that kind of feel to it, where you're like, 
everything in this person's life is going to be contained within these 500 story, uh, 500 pages. And I don't know exactly what's going to happen, obviously. I don't know like where it's going to go and what specifics we're going to get into. But like this is done and dusted already and that and that feels dumb because like this this is a book just like any other one you know what like i don't pick up another book yeah, and think it's gonna that ch- book all right all right it's not that kind of podcast <laughs> I, don't, I don't pick up another book and think like wow this is gonna change halfway through or anything obviously like i, no, I, 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 I know it's already like, yeah it feels that it feels I more dyna- dynamic in that way yeah yeah and i, I don't know i think it's also because it feels like when you're reading a book in present tense, you're in the story. And when you're reading a book in past tense, you're being told the story. Mm. There and you go. So, I, think it's, I think it's about narration choices and, as well. Yeah. yeah sure. And so the reader is completely removed from being a part of the story. Like, they're a part of the story by having, you know, like, Homer, like, mm-hmm. reading you this story. Or what, who, whatever type of, like entity thing human mm-hmm. is like going to like read you like oh do you guys want to hear like a campfire tale of like this epic thing or whatever and it's hard being it's hard for that to then be brought over into book form i think see this is something and i know that we've talked about doing this i wish like i would have listened to this like i wish that this would have mm-hmm. been a book that i did audiobook and you read cuz i think that i would have actually gotten more from it I think and that's a really hard thing for me when it comes to audiobooks that happen in present tense mm-hmm. because then I'm not retaining as much information because I'm like in it so much that I'm thinking about like oh but three sentences ago they said this I'm like oh yeah. what, the, what this is gonna happen but if it's past tense I think I might I, I'm not thinking about the outcome as much mm-hmm. because it's already happened even though I don't know don't know the fucking story like, yeah, yeah. I, I, but, but, and, and I think it's, it's, it's obviously less about um, is this story finished or not because, duh, like we're reading a book. Like we have the whole yeah. thing in front of us. It's done. Um, but it's more about like the style in which you're hearing it and therefore how you're absorbing it. And, I, and to be honest, I hadn't really thought about that while, while, while reading this, but it makes a lot of sense. Um, because Do you there... like reading though? I can't remember. Do you like reading um, nonfiction? I... Um, I like it. I have trouble reading it. Um, ever since grad school, really, um, because I just got uh, I burnt out. Yeah, I mean, I, like for anyone who doesn't know, because I, I have told the story before, I'm sure. But like, I when I was about a year through grad school, I knew that I wasn't going to stay in grad school, but I wanted mm-hmm. to stay long enough to get my master's still, so it wasn't a useless um uh, endeavor. And so the second year I was in grad school, I was, I knew my time was kind of going out. So I was just doing everything I had to do to get my grades and, and, and get out of there with the degree. Uh, not to say, of course, I wasn't learning stuff because you can't fake your way through a fucking master's course, but like no. you, uh, you, um, it's, it's very different from being more, a little more actively involved. And I, I was basically just like, kind of, all right, I'm going to fight my way through all this stuff. And so ever since then, I've had trouble reading nonfiction because it feels like a struggle to get through, uh, mm-hmm. which is a shame because I have some nonfiction books I really want to get through. Uh, the Verge is a book by Patrick Wyman, who's a, histor- uh, a historian that I really, really enjoy. Um, sorry, that was, that, that was me, not, that was, that was me, not him. Uh, that was my, my, my terrible words. Um, like, I... Like I, I, and I and I've read plenty of stuff along the way that I really enjoy, but for me now it's mostly just like getting into wiki holes about ancient history and stuff like that. And by the way, this book, oh my god! If yeah. you are histor- if you are any kind of a history buff, like this book is 
perfect for you as far as that yeah. kind of rabbit hole uh, starting. That might have also been one of my... <clears throat> In case you're wondering, I haven't gotten any better at history and or timelines. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know... Go, go, go figure. I know that I'm supposed to be bettering myself. I think I am in different ways. But grip it and fucking rip it. Why did you try to hide that from me? I was just trying... I was, I was trying... Uh, I, was, I realized in the middle of you talking that I was trying to open this and I was going to cut you off. So I was trying to be a little it's quiet okay. about it. It was going to be an embarrassing story about me anyway. Oh, well, then see, I saved you from yourself. Sweat, sweat and Gold, a uh, West Coast IPA by Burgers Brewing here in Pittsburgh. So you get burger as in Berg, Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. No, I did not get that. <laughs> uh, unless, unless you see how it's like spelled out, there isn't quite the reason to, to understand. But yeah, uh, good, Speaking... good, good, good little like two, two restaurant, uh, one brewery chain up here. That's solid. Speaking of um, names, I didn't get. Um, Andy, I told you about the rapper OK Nice. Yes. Um, he's from Oklahoma, uh, there so it it's is. Oklahoma yeah, nice. Yeah. And I didn't even fucking clock that until yesterday. I was about to say just now. Or? No, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah. no. Yesterday, God, no, I didn't come to that conclusion by myself. No, that was a group effort. <laughs> well, at least you got there. At least um, we got there. It's okay. Uh, also, I didn't know that he was from Oklahoma until like rather recently. We'll see. That'll do it. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I also I, I do want to say that like with this book, I wasn't sure early on if it was gonna be just a series of kind of like loosely connected stories or like tales from this person's life, or if it was gonna be like a cohesive narrative all the way through. Mm. Um, because the story starts with him, like gives a quick, uh, and, and we're not gonna go through this chronologically. A because you know we've already spent enough time not doing it that it would be terrible to start now. Uh, but B because if we did, we would get so super bogged down. But like yeah. the basic, and like I would have to give out history facts and like then as, it just... as, as you love to do, yes, exactly. Yeah, so it would just get really, you know, it would turn into a lesson, and then we can't have that. Yeah, not from you because it would be wrong. No, definitely um... <laughs> not from me. Good God. Uh, Although I did get. A four. I got fours on a, my AP Euro exam and my U.S. History exam. So, I mean, look at me now. So, please tell me what happened in 1800 in either of those places. What places? Here exactly. and in Europe and all of Europe. Okay, let me like just give you a quick <laughs> synopsis of the 1800s in Europe. No, 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 no. Not not the 1800s. 1800, the year 1800. But yes. Hmm. No, thank you. Uh, anyway, so this book was really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah. Well, well, I guess what I was getting at with that really quickly was that, like the um, the first, like the book starts off with just like a quick description of uh, a fam- of a family. You're not really sure where you're going with it yet. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, and then, like one, the youngest child gets taken by by raiders on a, on a voyage, and then he gets involved in that as well. And this is our main character, Orm. It turns out, but like the first, you know, hundred odd pages is like them trying to find places to plunder on a you know Vikings going a raiding yeah. type thing. And for me, it was like, cool. Are we gonna like hear this story of this trip, and then like we're gonna hear a story of another trip, or are we gonna mm. like are we are are we following Orm, or are we just telling stories, or if even if we're t- even if we're following Orm, are we just telling random stories, or are we going chronologically? What the, what's the deal exactly? And I think that's part of why it took me, like I think that's why it built steam as I went on because I, I I got locked into the track on which we were 
following and, and it was yeah. and, and, and a little earlier i was still kind of searching for that for, for that direction and uh, uh not to mix metaphors but like that footing and and, and trying to figure out exactly mm. where, where where i was uh where where the story was going and how i was going to follow it i did like the switch that happened though like when mm. all of a sudden it really became about orm yes for sure and like when like because i was a little bit concerned I need to stop saying like as much as I have been recently. I was a little bit concerned as do you know, well. Do you know how you solve that? By drinking. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> well, you know, you that's didn't make the rule yet. You didn't make the rule yet. You're okay. But yeah, going forward, I'm just saying that's how we solve it. I probably should. Here. You're going to have to keep me accountable for that. Oh, twist my arm. Are you drinking out of a plastic cup? This is an iced tea I bought earlier. Oh I, al- I also I also have a beer over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking to myself, we're not monsters. No, I'm taking all of my beers and pouring it in a, class- a plastic cup. Shout out my friend Dave who likes drinkability from his beers and does something like that usually. Like, like really? A, like a monster. Yes, let's be clear. But But he'll put them in glasses, not plastic cups. I think I I think that he usually has like a like like a like a Bukowski style mug type thing. But that being oh. said, I think that he would pour it into a solo cup if he felt like it. We should, and then we'll get back to the fucking book. Uh, do you? Because you have a mug as well. Oh yeah. I would love I to two, do. I have two mugs. <laughs> okay, whatever. I didn't fucking ask that. Um, we should do a proper mug night. I like that. You and me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like, like just, want, me, want me to bring it to Minneapolis? <gasps> we're gonna, Shut the fuck up. We're going to leave out some other people, but I guess we I guess we could still do that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was thinking, like, for a record. Like, we, I mean, we could do a proper oh, mug night. Recording. Like, oh, recording. Yeah, oh, yeah, let's do that, too, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Let's. That right. would be. All right, TM, 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 and we'll try to remember that going forward. Yeah. Was there... Was there a particular like section of this book that really mm. kind of got to you, or what? Like, or, 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 I mean, I guess, I guess. Do you want to start more broad, or do you want to start more narrow as far as that goes? Like, I would do, say broad. Like, it, okay, yeah. I say broad, and then we can get narrow within that, and or like let's go broad, and then if we want to get narrow later, sure, we can narrow it up. All right. <laughs> So then, with with I guess that in mind, like um, this this like Orm's journey has sections, and we can you can define yeah. them however you want. The book the book breaks them up into like four, or the novel breaks up into four different books uh, over mm-hmm. the course of it. I think it is four. Um, you don't have to do it by that if you feel like it could, be, it could just be like legs of the journey or like you know a block of events or whatever. But like, is there a particular you know section, however you want to define it, that you really kind of that you got into the most? So. I oh, there's don't... a map in the front of this? God damn it. Yeah. I didn't know this would have made, made it so much easier to track this stuff. I mean, I, was, I looked all of it up anyway. It didn't matter, but damn. All right. Sorry, um, go ahead. This is probably not going to be a surprise to you, but I particularly liked the strong women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, and in a book like this, like I, I, that much more, I totally understand. Yeah, so I did really love the marriage scene. uh especially because there is the one moment where they're getting orm and uh yulva yeah they were getting married and 
there was a, there was a point where the priest was said, and you'll be obedient to him. And she goes, oh, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> and then Orm had to, had to sit there and, and say, I'll remind her of of what she's promised. Yep. <laughs> and you can tell she's like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's... No. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that scene. I think another one of my... Um, one of the ones that was like the most visceral to me and uh-huh. that actually hit home in a way that I didn't think it was going to was at the beginning part of the book when Orm was a uh, rower after they had been captured. Yeah. And his roommate had his, didn't have a tongue, so yeah. he couldn't talk. And it was that moment of being not only lonely because you're separated from the people that you know and you're home and you're in a different environment, but that you can't even connect with the person that's next to you. Sure, sure. And it just hit really hard for, like, COVID. God damn it. Hit really hard for COVID for me. Oh, okay. Interesting. I hadn't, I hadn't and, thought about that. It's a connection, yeah. Yeah, and it just being overly quiet. And then when the new guy came in, they quarreled. For a hot second, uh, who was that? Kaleem? Uh, yes. The uh, the po- the poet the poet wannabe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's Khalid. Sorry, not not Kaleem, Khalid, but yeah. And so I really like that scene. But those are like two scenes I liked. I guess I went. I guess I went very specific. I think the sections that yeah. I liked the most. Um, hold on, let me pull up like my book. I really. I really liked part two in the kingdom of Ethelred's kingdom. Oh, the England trip. Yes. I like the England trip. Uh... The England, th- the England trip makes it sound like the most innocuous thing in the I world. Know. Just a, just a little, little, little party break in England. Like, wow. Well. To me, that showed the a lot of change that happened within Orm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of decisions that had to be made in order for him to get home yes. and him having to make them and then live by them. And it kind of reminded me of um, when he converted over to Christianity, it kind of reminded me of uh, when we were reading uh, The Hero of Ages. Oh, okay. Uh, where, what's the guy's, what's the king's name in that? Ellen. Uh, Ellen, yeah where Ellen converted to that religion, the religion Oh, the, of, uh, the Church of the Survivor, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Church of the Survivor, and he didn't necessarily, like, super believe in it. Yes, yeah. But he fucking bought in, and he was like, nope, I told you that I was going to do this, so I'm in it hard. I'm a man of my word. And, you know, like, yeah. And by and the way, this, we, we, can talk to, we can talk about the man of the word aspect of this book in a little bit, too. But yeah, yeah, so I, I think I liked that section a lot yeah the the england section is great because uh it has so many first of all it has uh like it's 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 a raiding trip um it it is it it is the vikings going and 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 looting and plundering and raiding um along the coast of england and um and 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 also going up up river and further inland and further inland to other parts of england as as well wherever they thought like the plunder would be better and and whatnot so Mm -hmm. it's it's you know it's war more or less but it is uh like or, or, or at least like skirmishing before a proper war but um it's a proper it's, skirmish. It's got so much in it as far as, um, 
like Orm, Orm's conversion to Christianity, uh, which which is because of finding uh, Yulva, the daughter of uh, King Harold, uh, in 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 England, uh, and and there's uh, he also, he reunites with um, uh, brother uh, Willibald, uh, yes. who who is in the court of King Harold as well. Um, he. Uh, I love honestly as in, as far as individual scenes go, I'm I might be like burning this a little early, but I love the scene where um, I think his name is like Gormand or something like that, but he's yeah. negotiating the um, the silver price with one of the oh. bishop, the, one of the bishops, and yeah. it's like and, and it's like you know, sir, I you know with all with, you know with all of the respect in the world I have for you and the English, blah blah blah. Like I I, I, I believe I believe that. You know, we couldn't possibly part here for the sum of less than sixty gold per sixty silver piece per person. Mm-hmm. And the bishop's like, bishop's like, my you know, my friend, I value our I, I value our the relationship that we have that we have so much. And and but like you know, it would be I, I would be a poor lead, leader of my church were I were I to bankrupt us through through, through, through for only for the sake of your friendship. So I believe, unfortunately, you know, all this like. This this great this grandiose terminology that is just haggling. It is just it's just po- it's politics. Really, it's, it, it's incredibly polite haggling. But I like how there's just like this this like, like this story behind it, and there's this build yeah. to it. And this happens a couple other times in the book as well. How they talk about you know ne- never let it be said that I am a I, I am a, a, a miser of a man. I will be willing to give fifteen yeah. silver pieces for this and blah, blah blah. And it's it's both a method of like setting price and shaming and like negotiating and everything. Well, that happened in like the women thievery the, chapter. The women thievery chapter. Oh well, yes, yes, were, yeah, 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 the yeah, rock yeah, of yes, uh, the, uh, the, the 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 thing at the Ascana, I believe is what yes, it was. Yeah, 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 and how that it was like well. You know that chap. Okay, I have a love hate relationship with that chapter. Okay, but we'll, 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 we'll go back to it. But yeah, but the yeah. The, the idea of all of these, um, uh, like the, the grandiose terminology, and and, and 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 again, these are supposed to be barbarians to to the English, barbarians and heathens, mm-hmm. and the English. But yet, the English and them are conducting. Uh, negotiations in this kind of high uh, mm-hmm. high mannered uh, way, and I, I I really enjoy that. Um, but by the way, the um, there's this uh, this what this is YouTube channel called uh, Baz B A Z Battles, um, and it is a it does like graphical representations of famous battles throughout history, and it also gives you like the historical background and context for these battles before it actually shows you with like you know little little symbols on a on a moving map about like how the battle struck formations were and things like uh, things like that um the battle of malden which is the battle that they uh they that the, the, the vikings win to uh sue the english for all this for all the silver for peace uh mm-hmm. is one of the battles on his on, on that channel oh cool um and there's a couple other um scandinavian centric uh, portions of it as well did so. you find his channel I've, because I've, of this book i've been following it for a while but oh, okay. I, I, gotcha, gotcha. I i really there was a time when i was really looking for that kind of thing i was looking for more for like uh, there used to be a, some show on the history channel i forget its name like back way back when i was in college that would use like um uh age of empire style graphics to show you like battles and how they like mm. but the you know if the if the greeks were in phalanx formation versus blah 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 then they would you know like and they did kind of show what you the nerd. troops there oh yeah god um, so I was looking for something like that, but I like what Baz Battles does even better because it gives you this this um, like a map overview, and then it zooms in on certain areas. And once it gets mm. to the actual battle, then it shows you like troop formations and composition and things like that. Um, but it's not it's nowhere near as like um, 
granular as I'm, as it might sound from how I'm describing it. It really is basically just a history lesson as well as like a really uh, straightforward showing you of how things went in, in the battle itself. Um, and the, yeah, the Battle of Malden, which is in this England section, is on, is on that channel. So I, I highly yeah. recommend that. It's really cool. Ooh, okay. I probably won't watch it, but I know, but very someone else might. <laughs> I hope someone else does. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah that, that that was a really that was a really fun and also it, it got um, uh, Orm and Yulva together, which is the most yeah. probably arguably the most important part of the whole book as far as like I... uh, setting everything else up. I, okay, I'm assuming <clears throat> that you have not seen the show and or read the book, the Outlander series. No, I'm aware of it. I've not. I've, I, I have not consumed it whatsoever. This by no means. I would like to say, I just want to make sure I love everyone. I'm not saying that they are this fucking same thing. This is a very different book. <laughs> very fucking different book. What I do want to say is that the love story between Orm and Yulva is very reminiscent of like the love story between Jamie and Claire in the way that it is a very strong-willed woman. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm a man who likes that about their woman, but is also kind of sitting there going like, no, oh no, don't do that. Like, don't, don't say that to me, but then never ever does anything bad and or like wrong for it, which is. Yeah. Well, there was, I believe that at one point in this book, uh, they, 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 the, uh, the storyteller, uh, the narrator, uh, makes a point of saying how, uh, an odd thing about, uh, Orm is that he never birched the bottom of, uh, Yulva, mm-hmm. uh, as, 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 you know, meeting out punishment for, you know, for, for, uh, being too willful of a life or something yes. like that. Uh, I, I think that's one of the things that, uh, and let's be very clear, this book is, of course, uh, very, like, male power focused as far as, yes. like, the time frame and the care and and, and the um, uh, the mentalities of care of the characters of the time and things like that. Uh, I think that being said, what one of the things that, and, and you might feel differently, to be, to be very fair, one of the things that kind of helps with Orm being the main character is that, like, he clearly is, like, you know, he he doesn't he doesn't do that kind of shit to his wife. He is not like a no. masochist about or a misogynist or about that kind of thing. Or his or his daughters, and very much so. Um, so it's it's not a, it's not like you can of course like say that like, hey, being a violent warrior is 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 someone being a piece of shit. Like that's fair. I'm not gonna like necessarily argue with you on that front. But if you're willing to accept that as like you know something that people did then orm is not a piece of shit at all compared to the people that he deals with or could be instead of him so i think that's kind of saving grace as far as that that side of it goes i realized that he wasn't a piece of shit when orm when toke got really really drunk one night and attempted to fight orm yep and then the next day toke was like oh thinking to himself oh no I fucked up mm-hmm. and kind of went up to Orm and sussed out the situation. Orm was like, I would love to have a fight with you sober. Like if you <laughs> like, let me know if you want to try this again Yeah. in jest and, or in, you know, good manner and we can pick it back up whenever you want to. Yeah. And I, that scene to me was 
one such a boy scene you know <laughs> like i met my best friend because i tried to kill him one night by the campfire yeah you know i he made fun of me because i couldn't sing very well and so i decided that i wanted to chop his head off and like how do you guys live just vikings being best friends yeah exactly so vikings so- being best friends what a tv show no, I will. I will. I'll happily take the drink for this. But this is basically like a whole cast full of Tormans going around dealing with each other. Yes, and it is very funny and awesome in that regard. Um, like, of course, not all of them are 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 uh, as good spirited as our bear fucking boy. But uh, there are no. plenty. But there, but like the the core of these characters that follow are decent people. Um, which is yeah. uh, not that are in the not that are present in the story, but yet you follow long term. Like mm-hmm. I think I think rap is probably the the, the most like straightforward. Uh, rap the one eye is probably the most straightforward, like misogynist, yeah. like like or traditionalist of all of all of them. And like he's not bad or anything no. like that. He's just he, he's he's just like a guy of the times or what. Gets taken out. He does. It's a shame. But you think it's a shame? Uh, I mean, like, I think it's a shame in that, like, he 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 came all the, he came all this way, didn't go on the big uh, voyage at the end, which we can talk about, but and then yeah. and, and 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 then dies towards the end without also without seeing Orm and Toke again too. So that, that, yeah. I think I think that's part of it for me. But yeah, um, my personal fam- favorite section, kind of dovetailing with that, is actually the section when Orm is just a landowner in his like native oh. area. That's Be- my second favorite. Because because like I like the 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 adventuring stuff is 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 really cool. Um, I th- and again I think the first part of the book where he is going on these like long ranging uh, voyages is is very like cool storytelling. But that at that point I wasn't as sure where the book was going, mm-hmm. so I wasn't like in the moment of it quite as yeah. much. And then but like when he settles down and starts to kind of like build his house and his homestead and the church and uh and 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 whatnot is it is very um i think that's when like actual roots get put down and i i felt like oh okay now this is like this is concretely the story of orm and not just like hey some viking tales i loved the scene where he gets to that land and he looks at it and he goes oh fuck (laughs) yeah it's just so overgrown the earth has reclaimed it it is mm-hmm. just shitty 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 yep. and he looks at it and kind of says to himself not <sighs> great <laughs> not great bob like... not great bob <laughs> not great bob yeah so i yeah i really like those scenes as well i that was a very very close honestly almost tied with the England scene for me and gotcha. and for similar reasons I think the England scene for me was laying down roots about who Orm was agreed Yulva and, and Christianity then, by itself sets the stage for that yeah 100% yeah and then the being at home scene was a little bit more stable and kind of mm-hmm. showed more of a, a stable side of the story yeah um and also just like the yeah. way like the way the way he like grows into himself as like his role and everything as well because like he had been made chieftain of his little group of people like on his voyage home from Andalusia um stopping in Ireland getting the bell bringing it back to Harold and whatnot like that's all when he kind of came into his own as like the leader of his group of people um 
but and then he gains further kind of fame and fortune obviously on, on the england trip but it isn't until this one he becomes uh more um uh like solidified as like i'm the big man in this area like i am i, I am I am the t- I am I am the tough guy. I, not even the, not even the tough guy. I'm I'm just like I'm the one who's trying to like create things for us and make sure we yeah. are uh, putting down roots. We are growing things properly. We are we are building our homestead. We are hiring on hands. We are blah blah, blah all all these things. Like I think that's how, really when it, tr- it switches over. Yeah. How hot do you think Orm is? Um, like I feel like he's must be very hot. <laughs> you think he's super hot? I think I, I like. I think that he is obviously at least attractive. I don't know if he would be, like, I don't know, uh, the dude as far out of everyone around him. No, well, I think that being hot is different than you can be really hot without being like the popular hot guy. Okay, fair. Uh, you know, you mean like that fucking priest that probably fucked his wife. <laughs> For fucking sure. <laughs> that whole story is so fucking funny because for fucking sure. Oh my god! Like, uh, like it, 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 it's a story of this priest that um, there, there's four journeyers that kind of come through the, his co- their compound on their way to mm-hmm. other parts, and one of them is a is a priest. Um, I forget his. It's like Reinald Stice. or something like that. No. Um, fin- oh wait, fin. No, a Faramid fer- fer- is is one of the. There's two. Uh, the, there's two of the uh, of the uh, of the um, jesters. Yeah. There's the Swede who's returning, or or, or the Norwegian who's returning the sword um, back home, right. and and then the other one is this priest who uh, who who is uh, who has already committed two sins, and he's supposed to commit a third, third, and each of them are supposed to be worse than the previous. And um, fuck, what was his name? Uh, I can I can find it because it's towards the end. So give me a second. But um, Gud Gudmund? No, no, that's no, no, no. One, that was the guy that was the landowner yeah. next door. Um, well, we can keep. We'll just keep going with it. But um, the uh, yeah, definitely fucked. Definitely. So so like he 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 does uh, cuckold uh, Rop, uh, um, his his right hand man, um, and he um, and then there's a, there's a scene that implies as much about Yulva and him but is yeah. not set out right and it's very funny because she confide before before that part happens um Rap's wife tells Yulva that like yo yeah I fucked him um, <laughs> <laughs> and and Yulva says to Rap like she swears she didn't how dare you and you know, like basically like, like talks a woman in the story yeah yeah hundred percent and and she like kind of talks Rap down and gives him get, make sure he doesn't have anything to worry about and then uh, a little bit later is when they uh, they find that. Um, when when she visits him and she has some kind of like consolation after he gets well he gets stung by all the bees is that what it is or something something mm-hmm. like that and it is heavily implied that perhaps uh, they also uh, banged it out and mm. it's just funny after she had already done that with uh, she already kind of like assured rap and laughed about it with with um, uh, Orm that like mm, by the way no, <laughs> the, by the, the way doing um, it to it. Yeah, uh, that was. I really, I really like that scene. It's really funny, and you're right. The, yeah. the, the, the women, like and Yulva in particular, like make make makes that obviously. Uh, I think the women in this story are fucking dope, and I know they don't play a like a huge role. Yulva plays a pretty big role, obviously, but 
Mm-hmm. Another one of my favorite scenes is when she has girl twins, and she, yep. and Yulva's distraught. She's like, oh, fuck, because, you know, everyone wants to have boys. Um, and she's really upset, and the twins are presented to Orm, and he goes, this is fucking great. <laughs> good, good job. Like, this is good. You, you, had, you had some babies. Like, this is fucking dope. And wasn't Rain, disappointed. Reynold, by the way, is the uh, or Reynold, I guess, could be could it could be whatever. But R A I N A L D is that the, that's the priest we're talking about in the last little section there. Um, but sorry, yeah, that, 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 that's the scene of like being having the kids be like, hey, <laughs> yeah, I fucking love all the women in this book. I think that they are. So we're we're talking about like sections of the of the story. Then like like if we're talking about specific like scenes, like little chapters or or, or whatnot, then you have like it, would would it be one of those with the women then or um, ooh, because like because I I love this I like I, I this is not my choice, mind you. I, I it's just a scene I like, but I I really do like the scene where they um where he first meet, first meets Yelva when him and uh, uh, Toke are, lo- are lo- laid up in the um, uh, King Harold's hall after yes. after having their respective fights. And by the way, when uh, when Toke picks the fight with the other guy, the friend of the guy that that, that um, uh, Orm's about the fight, and he's like, hey, we can fucking take this outside, buddy. <laughs> it is yes. so... And, he, and, and he's like, it's like it, was, it was a near thing, but he stopped pissing first. It's, it's, one of the, it's such a fucking great, like, tough guy Viking line. I will say also, like... like in that regard, this book reminds me a lot of the Thirteenth Warrior, which we were discussing before we got mm. on, we were recording. The Thirteenth Warrior, if you've ever if you ever saw it and thought it was like a dumb like weird movie, that movie is awesome as shit. It's Beowulf with Antonio Banderas. It's awesome. Watch it. <laughs> um, I think one of my yes, I love all the scenes with the women. One of the scenes that has stuck fucking with me is uh-huh. with um, Ludmilla. <laughs> okay, when she yep. goes to the two berserkers yes it's that, a great scene yeah and she's like well i think i might like one of you a little bit more than the other is it me is it is me? me who is it well i think it would make the most sense if i found out who was stronger <laughs> and they like look at each other and it was just i love when books like this show just how politically manipulative <laughs> and strong the women are yeah. because they have to be manipulative because yeah. they literally are not allowed to talk. So everything has to be kind of done under the table and very quietly. Uh, uh, under like the image of propriety without, yes. without, without actually, yeah, I, I agreed. And I love how Orm then came in fucking rocked the shit out of him, killed him, and then came out... With a broomstick. With a broomstick. (laughs) And then came out and said, she's not going to be fucking punished for this. Honestly, good. I'm glad that she turned them against each other, but knew exactly what Mm -hmm, she was mm -hmm, doing. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think Ludmilla might be one of my favorite characters. Ludmilla's pretty great, if we're being honest. She's barely in it. She's really not in it for that long. But she is one of those characters that, to me... I would love to see where the fuck she goes because yeah. she with Olaf at the end too being like if you wanted to like spin that off and tell that story yes. yeah she reminds me almost as if Sansa and Arya were one sure person. sure that's a that's a fair point 
I can't um, believe you don't have to drink for that. It's so unfortunate. Yeah, well, oh no. I, it's okay. I've said like like a million times. I just said it again. Mm-hmm. Although Trapped. that actually does stand. I've said like. Like I guess I, a million times? Well, it's I was a sec- using, It's a second like that does it. I know, but I was using that drink as a different your term for drink. almost. For a different term of almost. I said like almost a million times. Whatever. Ah, vodka. Ah, <laughs> uh, iced tea briefly. <laughs> briefly. Uh, I think that she is such a cool character. And, and you, think, you think that scene in particular is the one that you're like, that's the that's the one that does it for you? Or, or, or not Yeah, does it for you, I yeah. think that one is is the one that really does it for me of understanding where Orm is in his mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. and also the type of children that he is bringing up and the dichotomy between Ludmilla and whatever her twin sister oh, is. Orkney or something like that, yeah. Or, Orgony? Or, odd, oddly. Uh, no. Adni. 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 And seeing that dichotomy between the two and just knowing, I can, I, I think I could just visualize this happening of Orm being there and looking at Adni and being like, oh, you're beautiful and you're going to get all these men want you. And then looking at Ludmilla and being like, yeah, you fucking rock <laughs> you like you're going to be the rock star in the family and it's not like he's only a girl dad but it is kind of cool that he is like a girl dad and he's like mm-hmm. and, and he and he's and and because i mean because the character is being written um i mean after the fact obviously maybe it's what the author's sensibilities were or maybe it was just like wanting to put together a character that 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 that, that, that like you know he liked and still fit in with the women of the time or whatever it was. But like, yeah, he, the author makes a point of like making Orm like a decent parent and a decent, yeah. like a, a decent man towards, towards, towards both women in general and his women, the mm-hmm. women in his life too. So yeah, I think that's, I think that, I think the women um, that are in the story, I mean, Yilva especially of course is a big fucking deal in the Yilva, story. God, yeah. And and as is Ludmilla, don't get me wrong, but like, I think that, the women in the story have their own way in which they are important, and they they also reflect back on Orm and show him show some of his character by kind of proxy. See, this is a book where I would love. <laughs> Do you remember when we read Midnight Sun? Midnight Sun. Which one's Midnight Sun? The Stephanie Meyer one oh, that I didn't you. know. Fuck you. Fuck you. Well, no, 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 no. no. I, I swear this has a better turn. <laughs> I would love to read this book from mm. the female perspective. The point of view from the women instead. Yeah, that's actually a very interesting concept. I like that. I think it would... Not that Orm and Vikings weren't calculated and or planned sure, sure, or sure, anything sure, sure. like that. But there's such a subtlety to the manipulation that mm-hmm. women had to take part in during these times. Yeah. That to me just, oh, sweet, <laughs> sweet serenade. It is just <laughs> fucking awesome. There is there also is that woman very early on in the story that um, that they take as captive from the uh, from the ta- from the tower for that town that they uh, storm mm. after they get mm-hmm. um uh, Solomon Solomon the Jew is the one who leads them there because he, t- he wants to take a, a revenge against the Margrave that had uh, captured him and whatnot mm-hmm. and that that woman they they eventually uh, see back in uh, uh, Cord- Cord- Cordoba I believe um, in yep. uh, in Al Andalusia either way and um, they. Um, 
you know, she's the one who gives them the gifts uh, in terms in, in, with the uh, the swords, right? Mm-hmm. And and also kind of sets them up with the guard and everything is like th- as thanks for like, hey, I know you're Viking raiders and kind of you know got me into the situation. Well, you got me into one situation, but you got me out of a worse situation. So exactly. like, and, and and you weren't like pieces of shit. You know, at least for the time along the way. So thanks, I appreciate you. Like, yeah, there was there was a little bit of it at the start, but it, it wasn't until later when you got into people that Orm had like direct relationships with that mm-hmm. it actually kicked in a little bit more. Yeah, oh, I would have loved to see that. That is one thing that I would have liked a little bit more about this book, and I understand that it was Orm's story, but yes, yeah. I still think it would have been really fucking cool to see it from. A chapter from Toke, or yeah, a yeah. chapter from like Yulva, a chapter from like when his daughter was captured, like or when yeah. his daughters were ca- like having that be a chapter as well. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been, but then that would have been you know more of a traditional type of fiction writing storytelling situation. And what I'm saying is very Game of Thronesy. Yeah, but this is very Game of Thronesy. Like that's it is. It's very Game of Thronesy. Well, it, mine's it, dragons. Well, not <laughs> well, not and no multiple viewpoints, obviously. No, no, that's unless what I'm unless, unless you're unless unless you're doing it that way, obviously. Yeah, I, it's it's a different book that way, but it definitely is an interesting idea to take these other because like this 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 creates a lot of fertile ground for storytelling, obviously, because of all of the things that it touches along uh, on along the way. So and and, and also speaking of um, your y- boy. Uh, my favorite scene is probably uh, the thing at Skana Rock because uh, 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 be, be, is it yes because um, or sorry, sorry uh, the thing at the uh, Cro- uh, Crocostone. Uh, I apologize. Um, it actually is called the thing, by the way. For yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm not just reaching for uh, for a term and forgetting. No, um, I I don't think that um, any individual section is better, perhaps, than other individual scenes. But but the, but this but this is roughly three chapters overall. It's basically like a, a meeting with between three tribes, mm-hmm. and um, it's great for a couple of reasons. Uh, and one of them is that we got to see our boy Toke again. Uh, and, and, yeah. like, and I was I thought that he might pop back into the story at some point, but I didn't realize that like. He was gonna come back in and and stay for for, for the for the rest mm-hmm. of it as well because what this is this is someone that that, that Orm uh, travels with from Denmark uh, gets uh, captured and made a slave with um, uh, in um, uh, Alandalusia um, who is uh, part of the um, the emperor's or the uh, the uh, the caliph's um, bodyguard in in Cordoba. Mm-hmm. Um, who travels with him to Ireland, who goes with him to uh, King Harold's court. He has a lot of adventures with this guy, and they almost fall out of friendship after uh, um, Toke steals a woman from King Harold's yeah, court yeah. because that the- that was going to theoretically the, ruin the chances of Orm to chest. be with Yolmo. Yes, exactly. Yeah. When, when, when King Harold sits on it on the, on the ship afterwards, yes. too. I loved that. It's a great scene. And then I knew exactly what was happening. Like, <gasps> Like, I knew, what, what did you do? While that was happening, I knew exactly what was going on, and I was like, "Oh no, I wonder where this is going to go." But instead, it was played for like both humor yeah. and you know consequence down the line. Um, 
and then they almost have that falling out, and then but the, but then they, they they fight some people together. They kind of patch it up because hey, you're we're friends. I can't stay mad at you type mm-hmm. thing. But then they go on their separate ways when they get back home. And so I thought like I don't know if we're gonna see him again or if he's gonna make it like like a like a cameo later on or something. And to have him come in with the thing at the Scana uh, uh, at the Crocostone. I keep saying Scana for some reason. Um, it is it's it's the Scania people. It's the Scania people. Yeah, cro- well, yeah, yes, yes. Uh, but the, the Crocostone is the particular like meeting in the chapter yeah. um regardless um that it's it's really like it's it's really great because like, because they were great friends it brought him back into the, into the story um he's a great character regardless too yeah, and um the the original scene where he gets brought back in is when the, the um <laughs> the uh banging priest uh takes over the job of priest from the uh, from yes. the old uh, uh witchcraft type guy that was doing it in the first place and then that has consequences down the line obviously but the other scene that you referred to earlier, where where you had the, like the wife stealing and the uh, mm, the, the sums mm-hmm. that are that, that that are discussed and whatnot, um, is it's it's low maintenance as far as what what actually happens. It's a bunch of people just sitting around talking as opposed to a big fight scene. But it, it's Orm coming into his own as like a notable kind of force in the area, even yeah. more so than than he was before. Um, it brings Olaf into the story, which is great because he's a cool, he's a really cool character. And I thought he was gonna be a fuck. Which is because the way he describes him as being kind of like a, a, a almost like a court dandy to a degree because he because he mm-hmm. was down in um, uh, Constantinople for for years as a bodyguard kind of just just like Orm was in uh, Cordoba, and so you have this you have a lot of things that were important in the scene and you just have a lot of like good dialogue and talking and like and and this like this old school kind of like logic and wisdom that i really do enjoy from this story i think that like one of the things that about the story that i really do like is the um the idea of people acknowledging wisdom when it is put forward Mm -hmm. as well as people that like mean what they say and stand on their uh, and stand on their word now Mm -hmm. is this is is this probably a romanticized version of this Almost absolutely, yeah. almost absolutely, and and that's fine. But I but I really do enjoy that because we have seen like so much gray uh, you know, morality with with Game of Thrones and plenty of other things that it is kind of cool to see some like there there are some people that are hidden snakes. There are some people that are devious. There are some pe- there's some people, I'm but a they're snake. <laughs> I'm a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> great i'll be my head the rest of the day now uh but but the, but there is but there is like in this story there is there's a lot of like you know the the people that are that are this way are sincerely this way and they believe it, it, it themselves and that was a great mm-hmm. scene that kind of showed that and i appreciate that i really I, I really like it for that reason as well as well as all the other character-based reasons that i was just talking about the only thing that i didn't like about that scene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was when they brought in the women to talk about yeah. the <laughs> When they brought in the women to talk about like who killed the priest. Yeah, the original priest. Yeah, the original priest, and or the, so the original like shaman, let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, holy man, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, how they had like gathered them all together, and the men were like, "Well, you know, like we don't normally like to trust women <laughs> yeah. for their yeah. evidence." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah. What? This this is the patriarchal misogynistic bullshit like in full force. That's absolutely true. Yeah. 100% but true. then Orm came in and was like, "Oh, we have some extra money. Why don't we give it to this to the lady so yeah. that she can and it it 
wrapped itself up okay, but there were definitely moments in that where I was like, oh no, I, like I, don't I, go I, downhill now. I think that's very fair. I, I think I think that I was. I think there's there's enough of that that I can chalk off to just being like of the times. But I think that's also a bit of a moral cop out. So that's I, 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 and and I think it's very reasonable that you would react differently to that than I would too. Mm-hmm. So that makes that makes plenty of sense. But I I really just like a lot of the other things in that as well that kind of both set up and tie up things. I think that I would rather... So I liked reading this, but I think that I would rather watch this than read it. I can understand that. Like I said, I I think I would rather read it... in a more relaxed pace and i think i could mm. really I, I could really kind of just luxury in it as opposed to get... <laughs> oh, that sounded weird uh which one you or me you luxury in it seems reasonable to me okay i'm taking i'm taking i'm taking I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm taking a nice relaxing bath and i'm relaxing with my book and that's less like that. weird yes that's you want to take a nice relaxing bath and some damp pages no i'm not putting the pages in the water nor 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 is my bath anywhere near decent enough to want to take a bath in so no there's not there's oh, that God, no. it's I a mean, shower stall it's gross no one wants that do you not have like a tub in no. your oh man yeah, it's, it's a little unfortunate don't you have, a, do you only have one like, bathroom it, no we have two um the, the one downstairs <laughs> the one downstairs um it does not have a shower head what but it, but it's only still like it's only the tub that's you, like you know how there's tubs that are designed only to be part of a shower like you can technically take a bath in them but they're yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. like small and compact. Um, the one downstairs is like that, so we were always so we, we bought shower curtain and liner for it. We got, we we, mm-hmm. just put, we just put it up and put we got a bar and everything, and then we actually took a look at it. and We're like, oh, there's no, <laughs> there's no is there shower not even a place head. to put a shower head. Um, there's no gap in the um, uh, in the molding or not the molding, but the uh, you know what I mean the, the plastic yeah, yeah, or the uh, yeah. the, the um, uh, whatever the material is. It's like uh, that, that, that the, oh, uh, so it's like an all-in-one kind of situation. So it's yes. not like tiled. So it's like one of those like yeah, inset. A, yes, 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 exactly. Like a, 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 pl- a plastic like all, um, one size fits all type thing as far as like everything mm. going in. And there's no and there's no room in there for shower head. Could you probably like. Could could you probably create one? Yes, but we rent, so we're not gonna fucking do no, that. So you know, yeah, that's insane. There so was... that, so that's why the cat litter is in that bathtub downstairs. Because oh, solid. <laughs> yeah, solid, solid, solid. There was uh, a house that Sean and I looked at before we got this place. Mm-hmm. That was a two bath. No, mm-hmm. I lied. It was a one bath. Um, but the bathroom upstairs only had a tub. Yeah, it was a clawfoot tub. Oh, that's but cool. But it was but, yeah, but it was only a tub. And Sean looked at it. He's <clears> like, no. <laughs> I, I can't. I, before before the days of uh, of Airbnb, we stayed at a place that I found through like a rental website up in Montreal, and it was a really mm. cool apartment. Uh, but um, and it was on a really nice location, like right off of Saint Laurent, um, not mm. too far from where we, we we stayed previously. But um, it was uh, <laughs> the tub had one of those uh, shower heads that detaches. And it, oh, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. but it's not really tall enough to actually be used as a shower head. You basically have to sit in the tub and take it and like shower yourself. Which is with like it. the saddest thing in the world. Yes, it's very incredible. Imagine being because like you have like, you're so crunched yeah. up, and then you're just like looking at your body like crunched up, and you're like <laughs> <laughs> you're just like so. And then like then you have to turn the shower. Like if you're gonna wash your hair, you can't just like leave the shower head on exactly you have to be very careful about how you're moving the shower head around yes. and where you place it down if you have to set it down for a second because then it turns into like a crazy daisy yeah. and, and then it 
And I'm also like six one and hung over as fuck in this bathtub, no. being like, "This is a miserable experience, and I hate." That this. sounds. There is only there's only been one time in my life where I have like sat down in a shower, and it was in college, and I literally brought my chair from my dorm, love it, which was like a felt chair. Mind you. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought you were talking, yeah, I thought you were talking like a camper chair or a metallic no, 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 chair. No, 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 no. It was like a it was like a felt fucking chair, and I. I couldn't not yeah. <laughs> do that. And so that ended up just being, I ended just like shower, leaving it in there. Shower chair. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, this is it. Like, the shower, I don't like it. The shower it's has it It's never coming now. back. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Let's wrap this up real quick with a couple of uh, just favorites to, 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 let, yeah, yeah. to write us out. Uh, push comes to show, favorite character. Um. Ooh. I'm torn between Toke and mm-hmm. Ludmilla. Yeah, that's very. But I fair. think Ludmilla wins. I think that's very reasonable. She's yeah. she she's she's I I, I get it because like comparatively she's a relatively minor character. I mean at least compared to yeah, Toke. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, but she's but she's great in the limited time she has, and again she's really important for what she reflects upon Orm as well. Yeah. So like like she's she's yeah, and she's what about you? Dope. Uh, whether you want to call him father or brother, I love Willowbald so much. Oh yeah, he's good. <laughs> when so this so you know, like for anyone who either hasn't read this in a while or isn't going to read this, um, this is a this is a a, a Christian priest um, who is in the court of King Harold of uh, you know, Denmark, right? Yeah. And um, he is the first time they really have a conversation with him is when. Uh, um, Orm and Toke are recovering from injuries they sustained while having like their blood feud fights in the hall, uh, Mm. like to settle some scores. And they chase out other, a different priest for like trying to convert them and wanting to baptize them and blah, blah, blah. And eventually they get Willibald in there and he's just like, oh, I'm not going to try to convert you because I fucking hate you. All of you, you fucking monstrous race of heathens, are all pieces of shit. Yes. And and eventually, a little bit down the line, Orm's like, I fucking like this guy. <laughs> like he's yeah, just yes. he, he hates us so much that I know what he's saying is genuine, and I really appreciate yeah. that about him. And he <laughs> also doesn't like relent on it either. No, he is, no, he's, he's very. I love. There's the he's moment such a where, crotchety asshole. <laughs> yes, when when Orm's kids are being born and they do the like um, blue tongue. He takes out his blue tongue sword and does mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And the like, red, red jowl is Tokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The swords are going to end. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and um, you see Willibald go, fucking devils. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's muttering under his breath, like, these fucking devils. He's fucking, fucking yeah. everything up. Fuck, like, and he knows that. And, and I think it's also funny because he knows that Orm is Christian. Yes. But also knows that Orm is Christian in order to gain something. Like or, Orm or, isn't Christian because he necessarily fully believes in what's happening. He believes in luck. And Christianity gives him luck. And so if Christianity stops giving him, him luck, I think that he no. doesn't give a shit. He's basically uh, treating Christ as if he was one of several gods within a pantheon. Yeah. And, that, and, he, and, he, and he gave his favor to him and he received luck in return and therefore he's fine. Yeah, but he, uh, to Orm, like religion and, and and being a Christian is a very transactional deal as far yes. as that goes, which I find fascinating and could talk for a while about as well by itself because I love the idea of 
the way in which Orm sees ca- like, or Christianity as a tool as opposed mm-hmm. to a um, like a devout set of beliefs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's and, if and he, it's not God. serving me, then yes. I'm not going to serve it. And, and like he has conversations with. So what happens with Wulabald is that he Orm sees him again in England, which is one of the, another reason why the England chapter or section mm-hmm. is so is so great. And then he brings him back with him to uh, his homeland to like because he because he vows to uh, to raise a church uh, mm-hmm. in order for the blessing from the uh, the Bishop of London or whoever the fuck it is at that point. And he uh, so he brings Wulabald back to him and. We're back to his home with him, and they make the they, they have the church, yeah. and he's the and he's the father of the church and whatnot. But there's stuff that Wilbald says that Orm just like, no, I'm not doing no. that. Like, absolutely not. Um, Do you remember the conversation mm-hmm. between? I think it was Toke. Mm-hmm. Is Toke also doing the fur trading? Yes. So when Toke <clears throat> comes over, and you can tell that Orm's trying to convert him to Christianity, yes. and Toke goes no, and gives a whole spiel of. I wouldn't be able to survive. Like all, the people that I work with, don't believe this. I don't believe this. Yeah. Blah, blah blah blah. Goes through the entire thing, and then Willibald and Orm are sitting there going, "Yeah, yeah. like there's yeah. there's nothing I can say to." That. Especially when it said that Willibald was like thought to himself, "Yeah, yeah, I don't have any yeah. refute for that. I don't have a rebuttal. I don't have anything to tell you that would have you turn." Yeah, and. So it was just like never brought up again. Yeah, because Will, because Willibald, like he wants to convert people to Christianity. He wants to baptize as many heathens as possible, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But he also like understands at a certain point, like I can't, I can't convince you of this because of because I love because you I love Christ and therefore you should love Christ. It has to yeah. be something that like makes sense to these people. And yeah, he ran up against a brick wall with Toke and you know, what are you going to do? And like yeah. Orm Orm's only concern was that like he didn't want Toke to like suffer for not being Christian when like God comes down and or Jesus comes down and like reclaims humanity and whatnot. Like that like raptures everyone essentially. Mm-hmm. Um and that's totally fair of course from like a motivational standpoint, but otherwise like totally gets everything about him. And Also, I'm just imagining this taking place now. Mm-hmm. And Toke just at the end of the book pulling out a fucking fat blunt. <laughs> With a name like Toke, I've thought about that from the very first time I saw him. Don't you and worry. And just like pulling out a or like a fat joint okay. and just sitting there. So 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 <laughs> so. At, and that's I wanna, how the entire thing ends. I want to wrap up the the the, the Willibald section by saying uh, him saying know thy name uh, lo- uh, love thy neighbor and then throwing a stone and hitting King Sven in the fucking teeth is arguably the best scene in the entire story. And then Toke looked back and was like, I like this guy. <laughs> and the only reason I didn't choose it is because I want to talk about it right now. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I love that one scene made me laugh. I think more than any other part of the book. It was the funniest yes. fucking thing to me. Um, but um, because we were just talking about that. What's the what's the favorite name out of the entire oh. book for you? Do you have it? So, I think I do, but it's it's purely because I was reading this and then thinking about these names now, and it was King Harold Bluetooth, because mm. I just pictured him having one of those really lame Bluetooth <laughs> things in his ear <laughs> the entire time of being like a businessman with a briefcase yeah, yeah. with a Bluetooth thing and a little cell phone like holster. Yep, yep, 100%. Uh, uh, probably, I think prob- it was that whole image. that Probably like a that. pair of Monarchs on or something like that. Some, oh, some prime like walking that. around the mall shoes type yes, things. Yes, yeah. definitely. With a really cheesy crown on that he got from Burger King <laughs> or something. Hey, 
No, no knocking Burger King crowns. Come on. No, I've got God no. The, I I want them to bring back the Chiking. It's a shame that it's mm, gone. That's a, Dave. Dave will be with you on that. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's the best. Olaf Summerbird is the best fucking name in this book, hands down. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that was a pretty. That was a really good one. I, because the thing is, like, it wasn't. It wasn't just like Olaf. Um, like, uh, I, there, was, there was something else I was thinking. It might have been earlier on, like, o, o, like, like o, Olaf uh, like, and a bird's name or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like Olaf Springfellow or Olaf. Oh, oh, no, 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 it's like no, s- Summerbird. Summerbird is the is the and, he, and this is a guy who like is called that because he wears like super nice nice clothes because he used to be like a well, high up in the yeah. the emperor's uh, guard down in Constantinople. So like. I'm, I'm, I'm a man of the world like Orm, uh, mm-hmm. seen some things, and again, I thought that the, that the author or the narrator was setting him up to be a fuck. I thought he was going to be like Orm's nemesis in yeah. that chapter, and maybe even going forward because he was like the dandy-looking guy who was from another area, so he's part of another tribe, and he was the leader of them, and he, and he was the young one who was like saying that he had wisdom too. So it's like, oh, this fuck, he's yeah, gonna he's gonna dead. suck, and instead he becomes one of Orm's best friends, and like yeah. I know this is like a very dumb thing to perhaps like dwell on but i think that's a really smart piece of writing honestly because because it's it's one of those things that that it could very easily be set up for a particular purpose and there'd be nothing wrong with that but instead he twists it and makes it into a real much more intricate and interesting story i I loved it it was great yeah no that was a good one i mean we are talking about people who also named their children black-haired so yes. the naming conventions aren't exactly I mean okay I'm trying to think of my parents named me they couldn't even like agree on a name for me mm-hmm. and the only name that they agreed on they went to a play at the Pasadena Playhouse and they both saw the name Danielle on there and they looked at each other and they thought that's good enough yep Daniel, that, Daniel, Daniel for a boy, Daniel for a girl. There we go. We're all set. Oh no, they knew I was a girl, but my mom oh, wanted oh, me okay, to have gotcha, a nickname yeah. that was androgynous. Gotcha. That makes sense. So, did you my ever dad... go? Did you ever go by Dan? By the way. Oh yeah, a lot of people call me Dan. Oh, okay, I, I was my, my college girlfriend was Danielle. So, and like some people called her Danny, but she would prefer Dan. That's, that's how people would introduce her. Like, that's how she would introduce herself. But people would call her Danny, and other people points in her life called her mm. Danny too. So yeah, yeah, I introduced myself as Danny, but I mean, yeah, welcome to the welcome, Andy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, most of my childhood friends and even like college and stuff call me Dan. Okay, most gotcha. people end up calling me Dan. Gotcha. When and it's funny because one of Sean's old roommates is Dan. Dan, yeah. But he would rather go by Danny. And I would, I don't really give a shit. But a, most of my close friends call me Dan, so I don't care either way. But what if someone called you Danielle? No. See that, that that's the, that that's the Andy Andrew Drew thing too. Uh, at least for me, you don't go by Drew. No, God, no. So that's, no. What, that's what I mean, though. Like for for me, I've always said that Andrews, um, they have one name that they that they go by. They have one name they're perfectly fine with, and they have one name they fucking hate. Yeah. Um, I introduce myself as Andy. Totally fine with Andrew. Don't fucking call me Drew. And yeah. I know, but I know people that, that 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 hate being called Andy, and I totally understand that because it's a mm-hmm. kitty kind of sounding name. It sounds like something you you, you yeah. name you had when you were five or whatever. I, I get that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I mean, it matches you though. This podcast is over. I hate you. 